Welcome to another episode of the Nurture Mamas podcast. I'm Hafsa and I'm joined by Mariam. Hey, Samaikum everyone. And today we are talking about the Ramadan burnout. So Mariam, I want to hear about your experience of the Ramadan burnout. Oh boy, if you asked me this question a few years ago. Um, yeah, I think Ramadan burnout is is real. I don't know if it's talked about enough, especially as a homeschooling mum or just as a mum in general, I think like <sighs> burnout, like if you think about if I, if you were to ask me, like, why do I felt like, why did I feel like I, I had these kind of burnouts, um, especially in the middle, it's, it's the middle of Ramadan, isn't it? Mm. It's like that after the first week, week and a half, you get to the two week mark, it's just like, whoa. Um, I think sometimes it's, it's being unrealistic, I think. Um, in terms of like you know your goals and you like for example you know it's that you know it's an amazing goal like obviously wanting to finish the Quran for example Um, and I think sometimes lack of preparation in terms of what I mean by that is lack of preparation for yourself you know and I think we we spoke about this in episode two where it's kind of like you know preparing things for the kids and everything but it's like well what about yourself and then it's that kind of guilt that creeps up maybe like after the first or second week of Ramadan. Um, but not only that, I think it's kind of constantly just giving, whether that's through, you know, obviously we've got the cooking, we've got the cleaning to do, we've got the kids to look after and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and sometimes that burnout happens and you just think, well, you know what? I haven't done anything for myself or I haven't done as much. And again, it's back to the pressure, isn't it? We spoke about that before where it's kind of like, putting that pressure on yourself and, you, and sometimes shaitan gets to you and it's like well you haven't done anything yet so what's the point you might as well just give up subhanallah yeah. you know and then you get stuck in that rut and it's just like oh you feel you just kind of you just don't show yourself any grace and you kind of just like shame yourself and judge yourself and it's just like well what's the point subhanallah um but yeah burnout is real yeah, as soon as you said about like finishing the Quran, like something inside me thought, oh gosh, that's the one for me. So I mm. go in, I go into Ramadan. I do it every year until one year I told myself it's okay if I didn't finish it as long mm. as I read it every day. And that year, I remember when I said that to myself, I actually carried on reading the Quran every day after, whether it was a little bit or not. Like I felt like, wow, I got more out of that because of that intention because I didn't see it as a you know when I was a kid you know when we were kids it was a race and we loved it we thrived on it like my my parents are like right who's gonna finish the Quran (laughs) this Ramadan and we were racing each other and it's great you know you know but as you get older you don't have that I don't want to say stamina but you don't have that ability maybe time and and when you uh, and and it's the same with everything like you're not going to be the same you when you were younger um absolutely in terms of energy in terms of any everything basically uh especially when you're a mum so I feel like as soon as you said 
trying to finish the Quran, like something like that went on for me. And I thought, oh, that's another one of my intentions this year. Mm. <laughs> but, um, you know, alhamdulillah, that it's still nice to have a goal like that but of course mm. but when you and and then you said preparation mm. then I thought well actually that makes sense if you already do not read the Quran daily let's just say yeah. mm. right? without without making you feel guilty here by the way just I'm um, just an example it's going to be even harder for you to try to read it daily in Ramadan because you're fasting and then on top of that if you've got work if you've got the kids if you've got I don't know part-time work whatever it is you know reading the Quran hasn't been in your in your daily habits so if you haven't how are you going to incorporate that into ramadan like you know when i see ramadan i see it as it is a special time mm. a special menu comes up a special activities come up lots of gatherings come up but if we aren't doing that in our normal every day like if we aren't planning or haven't hosted or aren't you know it's going to be even more difficult in ramadan and that's that's what stood out to me as soon as you said preparation, because that's what Shaban is for, isn't it? Increase mm. your fasts so Ramadan is easier for you. Increase your, uh, maybe your prayers, your Quran. And wow, that's just the first thing. Even though as soon as we, we said Ramadan burnout, <laughs> my initial was I go in headstrong. I go in, I'm like, I'm going to yeah. do everything. And then I go to that dip right in the middle. And then, you know, Alhamdulillah, sometimes it kind of coincides with my time of the month. So oh, I, yeah. I need that dip and yeah. I need to slow down. And then I come back stronger. Uh, yeah. It works out in my favor if it's the last 10 nights. Um, and that's very normal as mums because you, we've got to think about our energy levels. Like we can compare ourselves. I cannot compare myself to my husband. He, mashallah, in that masjid, you know, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm just not feeding it. I can't go. I can't explain why, but I can't feel guilty about it. Like it's okay as well, you know, it's a great thing to do. I don't want to discourage anyone, but it's yeah. also not your fault as well. Mm. I think, you know what, what you said was, it just reminded me of something about, you know, the habit building and going back to how obviously Shaban is that time for, for the habit building and, um, and the rest of the year and the exactly. And the rest of the year. And um, what was it? I saw something on Instagram and I can't for the life of me remember who it was, but it was, it, and he was just sort of explaining and he was saying, you know, and again, this is no, there's no judgment or anything here in this space. Um, that, you know, even if you're struggling with something like Salah, right? Praying it five mm. times, that if that's something you're struggling with before Ramadan, your main and only focus in Ramadan should be to get those five prayers in. Like that's what you should be focusing on for those 30 days. Oh, was it the, um, that brother Amar? Okay. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. That's it. Yes. And I just thought, wow, like, subhanAllah. And like, you know, even myself, I've caught myself like just putting on these, just like you were saying, like, if those things like weren't a habit before, then obviously it's going to be difficult for you in the month of Ramadan. So sometimes it's just about picking, you know, like two or three things that you can do consistently. And it goes back to, you know, obviously Allah loves those actions, which are small, but consistent. And it goes back to kind of like how burnout, again, going back to burnout, how we have such good intentions. You know, I'm not saying I don't have these great big goals, but it's like about it's about being realistic in terms of, again, I, you guys will know I always say this um, season of life and going back to just thinking about, you know, your you, your unique circumstances. So it's like your Ramadan as opposed mm. to anybody else's. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think um, when we go th- have this Ramadan burnout or Ramadan dip, I think I I used to call it. Mm. Um, 
sadly, like, I don't know, my personal experience, I then, I don't enjoy Ramadan. Okay, first, mm. before I actually go, let me start over. Before I was a mum, I tell you, my biggest struggle with Ramadan and was the fast. I could, I was, I, it was the hard, it's the hardest pillar of Islam for me. Girl, trust me. You're I will do a hajj every year for you, for <laughs> anyone. Like, I'll just take me, I'll do it. You know, prayer, inshallah, is getting there. But, you know, as it, what I'm saying, like, fasting was, like, so difficult. Mm. And the reason I want to say this is, yeah, it's fard. But it's also okay for me to say it's such a struggle for me. Mm. So if you as a Muslim, as a mom, as a homeschool mom, are struggling with just the fasting element, mm. like, oh, I feel you. Like, honestly, but I have to say, like, I have to say, alhamdulillah, like, a couple of years, sit like, well a couple of years since a couple of years now mm. i've been enjoying fasting and i'll tell you why i'll tell you what the secret is oh my god you guys need to work on your health so oh gosh better, yeah. exercise better i remember i've been exercising now alhamdulillah you know regularly uh via online classes uh since last last year january so yeah over a year now and so i started in the january and then Ramadan was in lockdown or some kind of lockdown last year <laughs> but I remember and the kids were like on it mama we need to go we need to do this we need to and and it was spring and I was like oh I need to do gardening I remember fasting and it was hot okay it's heat but still <laughs> and, and painting fences and mowing the lawn and I, well, I was not tired I was <laughs> loving it and I could feel like wow fasting is so much fun so basically what i'm saying for anyone who's feeling because i used to feel huge ramadan burnout because of this mm. because it was my energy levels you know dipping again also to do with my time of the month as well mm-hmm. but i you know if you want to it's like what we say about lots of things isn't it if you want to you know you, you could you could make your intention to become fitter and healthier to yeah. enjoy worshiping allah absolutely isn't it so i feel like alhamdulillah like the for me the biggest burnout would you know it would be the quran was one element of it uh, but the uh, the main thing is the fast (laughs) and you know if i'm if i'm trying because of the fast then you know i've got work to do but again if it's you know it could not it might not be that for you but it just is a struggle then you know may allah reward you that you still continue to do it because it is and it's meant to be, um, especially with the longer months. Alhamdulillah, the fast won't be as long, but yeah, uh, still, yeah. So, yeah, that I just wanted to share that because, um, yeah, your body's in a manner, basically. And, you know, just give yourself grace no matter where you are in your season of life. Absolutely. I really like what you said there about enjoying Ramadan and the, the obviously what you said about your health. And it just goes back to the fact that it's all about kind of, preparation because even like obviously you know and some of you guys might know if you follow me on social media like I came down with this terrible cough and I was just thinking subhanallah like I just want to prepare my body so that at least I'm you know like feeling good and you know health wise and everything and I just came down with this cough and I was just like oh my goodness like just before Ramadan like how am I gonna you know your your immune system and all of that sort of stuff Mm. um going back to obviously I mean you're supposed to feel the fast of course in terms of the hunger and that's the whole point but in terms of if it's becoming a real struggle because I feel you have so like I've definitely I used to like I think about five six years ago I find fasting so hard like just the not eating aspect and I realized for myself it was kind of like because I was just eating absolute crap, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and that's why my body was constantly craving those kind of carbs and sugar and all of that. And it's like when you work on that aspect, fasting 
does become that little bit more easier in terms of your health as well. So I absolutely feel you there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got a good question here now. Mm. Is is the cooking element or being in the kitchen or the iftar is that becoming or has that become the main focus of Ramadan for you? You know, is that also the cause of this burnout? That's what I'm getting at. That's a really interesting question. Um, definitely has been. Absolutely. And I'm, I even like, I'm just thinking now, as soon as you asked me that question, the one thing I remembered was like, oh, growing up, it was like, what are we going to eat if we Mum, make this. Mum, make yeah. that. So it was definitely the focal point. Absolutely. I remember coming home from school and being like, Mum, we want this. Mum, we want that. Like, it was the first thing on my mind. And bless my mum. Like, she did used to spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Like, bless her. Yeah. I think all our mums. And you know, if, you, if you come from a certain cultural background, <laughs> we won't say which one, there's a lot of emphasis on the cooking or the, the I wouldn't say the cooking, but like the, the, the kind of the, the iftar platters or the you know whatever it is is that there is a kind of focus but I think what naturally as well I think after Asr time up until Maghrib you start you start craving isn't it that's when you actually start feeding that fast and and your body and your mind is just like towards the kitchen but it's when you what I'm what I'm saying is is that sometimes the burnout like I found I'm just trying to remember I don't know if particularly for myself but it's that if if I you know like so I don't know if anyone else feels this as mums but you know thinking about what to make becomes like the hardest thing in the world have you oh ever had that on not even talking yeah. ramadan yeah I forget ramadan they're like literally for me it's like what are we gonna eat it's like it feels like subhanallah and this is it's it, you know alhamdulillah we are so blessed like you know to have this problem but like just thinking about what to eat every single day it's like oh my goodness um but during ramadan obviously it just like exacerbated so much more yeah especially when someone's like oh i want this and especially when someone's craving something and there's yeah. someone wants a fried samosa and someone doesn't want <laughs> you know like there's you know i just wanted to throw this in there because you know that ramadan burnout could be the workload of it but it could also be the lack of the, the spiritual element because are you mm. losing the essence by just focusing on the the kitchen however having said that there's massive rewards for feeding the fasting one. So I'm not even going to take that away from that person who is, because uh, as we know, like every little thing that we do in, in Ramadan with good and right intention, it, mm. it's, it's an act of ibadah, feeding mm. your family, uh, helping your siblings or your family or your children. You know, there's, there's so much reward to be gained, but it's just when we, you know, we, I guess it's just a reminder not to lose the essence of Ramadan, you know, focus on the good and focus on yourself where you can slow down, give yourself that grace and don't allow that, that kitchen to be, I mean, the reason I also bring this up again, now I've experienced Ramadan in Saudi Arabia and, mm. and also with other Arabs there, I see, and a, a friend of mine actually, she probably be listening to this. She said to me, oh no, Ramadan is like my days off I go what do you mean I don't cook in Ramadan I go what on earth do you guys do she goes no it's my time off we go we go to the harem we'll have our dates or whatever Mm. there and then we'll eat food she goes I might cook obviously you don't always want to have takeout and stuff but she goes but that's my time because I want to use that time for everything else I don't have the energy to cook plus it's very hot in Makkah like it's very Mm. you know and it it, it does and and the lifestyle is very different you you literally you're awake at night and you're sleeping in the day you 
budget to Zohar and then you're kind of up-ish. Mm. Um, but so I was like, wow, there are so many different ways to be doing this. So yeah. uh, Alhamdulillah, the, good, the, the thing that's worked for me, which I'm glad I've been doing before Ramadan began, because I remember trying to try during Ramadan and I was like, why am I trying? And my husband was like, why are you trying new experimental mm. food in Ramadan? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, to try something different? No, it's not going to work. So I have been meal planning for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously not in Ramadan meal planning uh, as a family and it's worked so well I don't meal plan like a month obviously in advance I'm talking mm. like a weekly meal plan yeah getting yeah. the food yeah. ready so it's there in the house and I don't have to go trek to the shop for halal food or halal meat so having that sort of stuff there means that I can focus on the most important things and not yeah. feel this Ramadan dip yeah um, sometimes I feel like you know, the Ramadan dip might not actually come by all the hard work. I think, have you ever found that, Mariam? Because I've actually found that it's come out of maybe a lack, on my part, I'm talking like a lack of spirituality, a lack of connection. Like these, mm. these Ramadans in the COVID lockdown were actually quite difficult. Uh, you know, in terms of, you, I had to like fight to find that. Maybe I was missing the people. And, that's you know, it yeah I think I definitely of, relate to that yeah isn't it mm. like a massive part of uh being a Muslim is also the ummah the, the community and, and Ramadan for me was you know being at the masjid seeing the community whether I was here in England or in Mecca like I needed the community so I did find that really tricky yeah uh, however having said that mashallah there were really amazing um things happening online with amazing like, Yaqeen Institute and other amazing scholars there was just there was so much amazingness happening that it was a very special and unique Ramadan alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Um, I think those I think like just reflecting just of what you said just reflecting over like the Ramadans that were in lockdown I think they were really special subhanAllah just looking back and as like you were saying like I definitely felt that kind of you know that missing part of you know community family friends and stuff like that but it was mm-hmm. such a special like opportunity to kind of you know like solitude even though you weren't like alone alone if that makes sense but it was just like a different experience of Ramadan um but yeah like you said amazing things um like programs and things online um during those times um but yeah absolutely feel you with the meal planning absolutely feel you like now I don't think I could do a Ramadan without having some sort of meal planning action going on Mm. um and I was gonna say um like even for the kids as well and I think we spoke about this for the kids in terms of like obviously they're not fasting so having like snacks for them already pre-cut like in the fridge or you know in in a place where they can access themselves so it's not constantly they're having to ask you obviously depending on how old they are but like those small things I feel like when when I didn't do them I really felt like they added to like you know that kind of burnout a lot more yeah um so yeah yeah definitely and I think uh, alhamdulillah I have to say as a homeschooling mum because we're already so used to the kids and we've got our own yeah, little systems yeah. in place that's it then yeah. you know then actually being in Ramadan with the kids you know by our side is fine like it's it's really funny because obviously my kids are with me but I've got in my head my own little homeschool dinners homeschool lunches yeah. ready, ready and set and a lot of it some of it's like frozen food some of it's a mix of leftovers or whatever like there's always a pasta dish there's always a spaghetti or there's always a pizza but it's like it's done that's what you're having mm. and you know it and they're literally mm. like you know 
ding dong, it's 12 o'clock, right, where's our vegan <laughs> yeah. sausage roll? I'm like, okay, they're coming, you know. And alhamdulillah, they're at a stage where they can just put things in the oven now themselves before anyone gets a bit, like, you know, uh, scared here, don't worry. I am there, and they're using gloves, and it's all safe, and it's not a gas oven. But, yeah, alhamdulillah, they can. They can, and they will. Um and I, you know, like I said, because in, in Saudi, we would sleep uh, in our, I, mean, I, I was up all night because I was really worried at Miss Sahur because, you know, I'm now the lady of the house. I've got to do it. I can't wait for my mom to wake me up. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to. I was like, oh, my God, it's such a big deal. I'm, I'm responsible. Mm-hmm. So I have to stay up. Uh, but I enjoy it because then that's my time for me to, I mean, I'm either listening to lectures or uh, reading or doing some Quran but you know it's it's such a lovely time that I get I never get that time to myself so I love it the kids are asleep obviously yeah, um, yeah. so alhamdulillah like there are ways to kind of I think with this Ramadan burnout like you've got to mix it up you, if you're in that routine like you might go in headstrong like me and then go yeah we're gonna do this mm-hmm. and then that's it you're feeling it because it could be your fast it could be that you're tired because your your body uh, I guess needed more healthy food prior to Ramadan or just exercise mm. prior to Ramadan. you know you can't go into Ramadan um thinking it's it's gonna you know that's it it's sorted because it's Ramadan you're getting some Ramadan vibes you have to actually build up habits mm. and systems and and strategies way before and it's such an amazing thing and it? it's almost like it's actually here coming to kind of improve us in so many ways yeah. because you want to be better for every Ramadan. So, oh my God, what can I do? Like, mm. I'm telling you this struggle, and I'm bringing it up again, but this struggle of, I, I, I didn't, I disliked fasting. It was so bad. Like I felt bad as well. Mm. It's like I remember when I got it? married and my husband and my mother, they loved fasting. I was like, mm. what is wrong with you guys? <laughs> I mean, I was amazed. I was amazed. I was like, wow, I, I, I will get like, hangry and all sorts like I oh, yeah. couldn't do it and now alhamdulillah so if anyone's struggling with that I'm going to just reiterate myself <laughs> you got to get to the gym you got to get into a healthy lifestyle like it really oh, really helps really helps so just that for me burnout basically yeah I feel you I absolutely feel you on that and I think for me it's just like I said for you for the, yep. for, the for you ladies who, who can I guess uh um uh what's the word relate uh I feel like it's just been like pregnant small baby breastfeeding pregnant literally um so for me it's just like you know be realistic um it's not about here and I have so we spoke about this didn't we it's like it's not about doing more but it's about being more so it's all Mm -hmm. about kind of building those habits because the crux of it is that inshallah you know those key habits even if it's just two like small habits whatever they are for you if you can get them like in during Ramadan and inshallah carry those on, you know, throughout the rest of the year, then come the next Ramadan, inshallah, you can, you know, find some new habits that you can also obviously practice during the next Ramadan. So I think it's not about, you know, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to X, Y, Z. It's about who do I want to be? And I feel like I've seen this question, like, who do you want to be this Ramadan? Like, that's what this is on the productive about. i think i got it in a productive muslim email yeah um, yeah so i got it in there and i really liked that so i wanted to quickly ask you actually because there'll be mums listening who are di- in different walks of life um so what would your advice be to a mother who isn't fasting for whatever reason this ramadan whether it's post-birth pregnancy breastfeeding what what should they focus on i would say 
focus on for me so like if I was to think about what worked for me it's focus on your connection with Allah like just remember that you know it doesn't have to look a specific way like let's just put it out there you don't need to you can't like it's not viable you're not going to be sitting on your prayer mat all day right let's just put that out there for me what's really worked for me is remembering that it's not quantity it's quality so when all the kids are sleeping and I remember like I've still got baby right and you know all of that so it's like waking up and even if it's just 15 20 minutes before Fajr or whatever it is that solitude time subhanallah honestly I can't say how peaceful it is and how just building that connection even just you know change it up like if you want to read the page of Quran uh oh this is what I wanted to say I forgot to say du'a list I'll talk about that in a minute um have your like specific du'a list and just talk to Allah like literally um that that was a game changer for me when I just gave myself permission to connect with Allah in the way that worked for me you know and it worked for me in terms of like what my life was at that particular time and just focusing on building with my connection with Allah you know having that time when the kids are sleeping because I hear you like you guys you can relate you know it's hard like obviously when the kids are constantly around and sometimes I know what I fell into was kind of like oh I want to read Quran and it needs to be really quiet and silent I need to be able to concentrate you know and that's Mm. sometimes that's not realistic especially when you have young kids like that's not going to happen right um, so now what I do is I um, have like a little corner in just the living room and yeah the kids will be making a bunch of noise like the older two like they know like when mama's praying or whatever reading Quran like you know she'll be quiet and that's fine but obviously baby doesn't have a clue so it's <laughs> like it's just kind of like surrendering to where you are but then also connecting with Allah in your own way and knowing that it's not doesn't have to look a certain way that's 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 what I would say I really like that and I like how you focused on connecting to Allah and there's so many ways so Mm. um, one of the ways that I recently um, became better at let's just say is doing dhikr I was I'm so lazy when it comes to dhikr like I'm just like it's so bad but I'm just gonna say it because everyone's Mm. lazy at something right and I was not good at it like I didn't have the patience for it and it's so bad I mean I've tried Mm. the 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 bead thing you know the the tasbih and i've yeah. tried the other the you know the, the other counter thing the the ring yeah. thing come on we got all the gadgets in saudi <laughs> so i tried them all and they just weren't i was just like the one thing that worked for me which is ironically it kind of made me laugh was my phone i can't remember what the app is but there's like mm-hmm. a there's a there's a dusty bead thing and then it was connected to my uh, apple watch and i used to do it on my and oh, i loved cool. it straight after my salah i would just do it i mean at the moment it's not configured so it's going a bit funny but i would do it and now when i need to do it i'll do it on my phone so i found that works because it is taps and i like the sound it makes it makes that little like a bead tapping oh. that because I can't find my beads. That's all it is. You know? and, and I'm like, this is going to just, I'm not going to do it if I can't find beads. I know I can do it on my fingers for anyone thinking, oh, you should do it on your fingers. I know but I'm really bad at counting and I'll lose the count and stuff. So I'm talking about general other adhkar, not just the after salah ones. I'm talking about yeah. the additional adhkar that will give you excess, you know, more reward. So yeah, for those moms, that definitely is my advice. And then something you said, Mariam, about connecting to Allah. And we did this in our course, didn't we? And mm. get Ramadan ready. It's, before you can connect to Allah, like, or if you're finding that difficult, even make those du'as because you find it yeah. difficult to actually ask Yeah, because you're not even used to asking for yourself when it comes to, you know, when it comes to asking Allah, you're asking for your kids, you're asking for your family, you're asking for your parents. Mm-hmm. You don't ask for yourself. If you're not used to that, you need to actually connect with yourself first. Absolutely. So 
some of this Ramadan burnout, you know, I found when I remember a time when I did have it, you know, I have it every year, obviously. But, you know, a time when I remember having it, I wrote about it and I got over it so quickly. Mm. And a lot of it was obviously because time of the month, energy levels, whatever it was, um, you know, and sometimes it drags, isn't it? That middle 10 days, it kind of, yeah. you know, because you know what the last 10 days are all about. And you know, the excitement of the first 10 days and then, and then the middle 10 days are the ones that you got to kind of, you know, um, I guess, change up a little bit or get creative yeah. with. But I felt like the one thing I was going to add is like journaling for me has been like a game changer when it comes to. Oh, yeah. Uh, like it's such a big thing like now I've got I've got stuff out for my kids that we are going to do Ramadan journaling and they're like yeah. what are you doing and I'm like you're just going to write about your feelings and it's such a it's so good because it helps us as mums to come to terms with you know what dear diary or dear me whatever it is you write today was a tough day and it's okay like, this is why I'm openly sharing I find fasting hard mm-hmm. because I think it's okay to say that mm-hmm. I was so scared to even admit that out loud because I thought mm. that's such a bad thing to say mm. but it's okay to say that and um yeah so the journaling has really helped and when I look back over I love reading my I wish I did it I didn't complete it last year but the year before the first COVID year straight after our course I I did the whole month every single day I was journaling and I loved it it just I was mindful of what I was doing I was in yeah. tune with myself I wasn't just going with a flow I wasn't just yeah, I'll do this or no, I'll do this. I was actually mindful. And that I think is such an important thing, especially if you want to get out of this Ramadan burnout or you don't want your burnout to extend over yeah. way over 10 days because you want to get to grips with, you know, the reality, especially when you come to those last 10 nights, you know, you've still yeah. got time. Mm. And that's actually what's so cool in some way <laughs> that the burnout or the dip, sometimes it doesn't happen at the beginning and it doesn't happen at the end. It's actually in the middle, which means you've got time to catch up. Absolutely. And we had a really nice example of a hadith here, didn't we, Mariam, that we wanted to share? Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was um, Ibn al-Jawzi said that when the racehorse knows that it is nearing the end of the track, it exerts all of its efforts to win the race. Do not allow the racehorse to be more clever than you, for verily deeds are judged by their conclusions. So if you didn't do well with welcoming Ramadan, then perhaps you would do better bidding it farewell. SubhanAllah. I remember every time I read that, it just blows my mind. And it just reminds me how it's not about how you start. It's not about where you are at the middle. It's about just continuing and how you finish. Um, And I think that's just, again, going back to Ramadan burnout, I think that's just a huge reminder of and I, I love what you said about journaling as well because you know when you kind of let out your feelings on paper or whatever you're writing it's it's a way of kind of like self-reflection and accountability so it's like okay I am where I am I am feeling this burnout and it's so easy like I shared in the beginning and we shared that to kind of sit there and think oh what's the point now you know um mm. and it's kind of like okay I am feeling this way and you know what can I do about it or what small steps can I do to take myself out of this you know what is what is it that's making me feel like this and what do I need to take away perhaps as well so um yeah yeah so the last few things I love that hadith by the way mashallah so the last few things I wanted to end on is where can you go from here so we've talked Mm -hmm. about the burnout we've said be real about it it happens don't worry about it let's not like sit on that anymore and let's Mm -hmm. now accept it and move forward so you know it'll take time you'll come out of it but then from each year, 
you know, next coming Ramadans, you know ways to improve it. But just before we stop here, we wanted to just give a few little tips of uh, what you can do with the last 10 nights now. So there's a lot of charities now have the automated charity giving, oh, which yeah. really, really helps because I can't do it every single night and remember to. So yeah. I love that I've automated it and at least I know it's going out. And it's kind of nice because it's it kind of reminds me of that hadith when you kind of give with the right hand yeah, and the left hand because I've forgotten. Yeah, I've actually forgotten yeah. after I've done it the first day. Um, and then the other thing I think we wanted to add was um uh yeah something to take away from this i guess is think beyond ramadan now and think what three or two or one ramadan habit yeah. habits you want to take with you and build on and carry on beyond ramadan like my example of um i don't know if i shared it in this episode or the previous one about reading the quran daily or having this yeah. whole uh issue with not being able to finish the quran but then actually telling myself but it's okay because yeah i i'm gonna carry it on i've still got to com- complete this quran you know and it became a daily thing because i i gave myself grace isn't it i allowed myself to be at a place where do you know what? i can't do it and that's okay but yeah. i'm not gonna stop i'm not saying i'm giving up i'm just saying i can't do it to whatever standard i felt i could Absolutely. yeah mashallah there's people who can and i i, I feel like and and I have, you know, I'm sure many of us have once in a while, or maybe we haven't, and but that's okay too, as long as you're connected. Um, yeah. I think it really is about, like you said, sh- it's about showing yourself grace, isn't it? And I think uh, it really re- resonates and relates to the post that we put up this week on Naturally Mamas, that Ramadan will meet you where you are, right? So it's about us meeting ourselves where we are right now. Um, and just remembering and just reiterating the fact that it's not, try not to focus on, you know, the guilt or wanting to do more is just remembering that ibadah is not one way um and there's so many things that are you know are, are ibadah and um cha- and i think um i think we spoke about this i can't remember but like just changing up your acts of ibadah as well like doing different things um and yeah yeah i think that we've summed it up really well there so i hope you guys have enjoyed that and i hope now as we um come into the last 10 nights of ramadan that you can make the most of it I think about inshallah. the hadith of the racehorse and finish strong finish inshallah. inshallah so that's it from us and inshallah we'll see you in another episode sometime after eid i'm guessing now isn't it yeah that's it yeah after eid, yeah. yeah so a very early eid mubarak from us as well and um yes salam alaikum everyone eid mubarak guys salam alaikum Ha 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 ha